0: Smoke smothered the dirigible's navigation cabin like a dense fog. Murky water seeped through the spiderweb of cracks in the viewing window, dripped off the smash control panel, and pooled on the floor in front of Maldonado Monticello's nose. When Maldonado jerked his head out of the water, pain sharper than any woman's tongue stabbed his skull from the inside out. He winced and grabbed his temples. Maldonado sat up and examined himself to see if any important body parts were missing. He sighed when he spotted his latest fur cap wedged beneath a warped metal panel, blood and grease stains competing for prominence. Ah, well, Sergeant Yara had thought the raccoon tail cap silly anyway. Yara. Maldonado spun about looking for her. She lay crumpled in the corner. Maldonado crept toward her. A hand outstretched, eyes closed, neck bent awkwardly. Yara wasn't moving. He wasn't even sure if she was breathing. Maldonado touched Yara's shoulder. Are you alive? He shook her shoulder. You better not be dead. The team is already overflowing with ankle spankers. I was looking forward to having more women around. Yara's eyes fluttered open. She blinked a few times, focused on him, and frowned. Ankle spanker, the only thing you've got that'll reach that far is your ego. Now that we've reunited with the others, there's no need for you to continue as Chief Maldonado Insulter. He offered her a hand. Books has been fulfilling that role for the last nine months. Thinking of Books, reminded Maldonado that the rest of the team was back there somewhere, and might need help. They were angling for the corridor leading to the cargo bay and the dirigible's exit when a dark figure stepped into the hatchway. Sicarius. On any given day, Sicarius, with his death-black attire, humorless face, and dozen-odd daggers and throwing knives, cut a grim figure. Today, dirt and blood smeared his face and body, more of the latter being revealed due to numerous tears in his shirt and trousers. Amaranth is missing. She was thrown out when the craft lurched. As always, Sicarius spoke in an emotionless monotone, but Maldonado was fairly certain there was an accusation in those words. A cough and a nearby splash drew Maldonado's attention. Books, Basilard and Axter, weighed down by their weapons and rucksacks, were wading toward a muddy beach hemmed in by trees with large gnarled roots. The Emperor His neck bandaged, and blood staining his pale brown hair, had already reached the beach. He stood next to a couple of rucksacks as he gazed toward the lake. He might have been trying to spot Amaranth, or he might have been watching for their attackers to return. Are you going somewhere? Books was asking someone when Maldonado reached the beach. Sicarius had shouldered his rucksack. To find Lockton. Where did she fall out? I'm not positive. Book snatched his lower lip between his teeth as he scanned the wetlands. I think we were over the lake. You think, Sakarius said. The west side of the lake, Basilard signed, his pale skinned fingers flying. We tried our best to help her, but it happened too quickly. We were high and near the shoreline. Shallow water, it's possible she is injured. Without a thank you or even a nod, Sicarius said, I will recover Lockton. Then as he started walking toward the lake, he added, Sire, come with me, I can best protect you. The emperor, who had heretofore been quiet, blinked and stared at his back. "Ah, uh, thanks, but I'll take my chances here. Sicarius's face never changed. But he did take a step toward the emperor, as if he might force the issue. He froze before he'd taken more than that one step, though. His hand dropped to that nasty black dagger of his, and he swiveled, his eyes shifting toward the sky. What is it? Books asked. Trouble, Axter muttered. Get off the beach, Sicarius said. Into the trees, hide.